All right, all right, all right. Hey, everybody, this is Sean Brisk, and welcome to the Purpose Driven Podcast. Today's topic is this, stewardship versus ownership. Sit back and relax, and welcome to today's podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the difference between stewardship and ownership. And I don't know about you, but I, I think about this a lot. You know, my wife and I have been foster parents for a long time now. Uh, we got married 10 years ago and uh, couldn't have kids of our own initially. Um, we, we eventually did get pregnant. We uh, tragically lost our first child. And um, the doctors told us that it was highly unlikely that we would, that we would get pregnant again. And so we decided to go the route of foster care and adoption. And as soon as we did, it was like a lightning bolt hit me in the heart. And I knew immediately that this was our calling in life. This is what we were put on earth to do, was to take care of these kids who have been from really difficult places. These, these kids that have been from, from absolutely nothing and, and horrible, horrible situations. You know, my 11-year-old daughter... Caitlin uh, was rescued from a, a meth lab here in Texas and was was literally um, it was a horrible situation. The SWAT team surrounded the building where her her mother and, and grandfather were staying, and they were actually cooking meth. There was meth activity all throughout the uh, extended stay hotel room, and uh, they busted down the door. They arrested the mother and and the grandfather on the spot and during the investigation they discovered that she had been living in the bathroom that the the bathtub was her bed she had a blanket and a pillow and they were throwing food in at her like she was some kind of an animal you know they found half-eaten jars of peanut butter with her little finger marks in them and and food wrappers on the floor and it was just a horrible scene And we got Caitlin when she was three years old. And we, we started out as foster parents, fostering her. But uh, her circumstances were unique in that she didn't have any other family. And so we adopted her as soon as we were able to. And it changed our lives completely. We knew right then and there that that was our calling in life, was to foster as many kids as we could and help these kids to heal from life's hurts. But the... Uh, the odd, you know, the odd part about being a foster parent is that it's it's heartbreaking because, you know, when you're a foster parent, the the kids that you you get that are under your stewardship are not your kids, and in the state of Texas, the ultimate um, the the ultimate reality is is that they try to reunite the kids with some kind of family member. Um, eventually that is the ultimate game here is uh, reunification with family and the foster parents don't have any say in that and sometimes you know the the kids that we would foster were were going back to families that were addicted to drugs that were involved in illegal activity and we knew it and the kids knew it but they were they were allowed to go back to these situations because the parents had cleaned up their act for a certain period of time and had checked all of, all of the necessary boxes that the state required them to check in order to get their kid back. And it was just heart-wrenching to actually have to drop these kids off at the Child Protective Services offices and, um, 
and and let them go back to these horrible situations but but it taught me a very valuable lesson it was the lesson in, of stewardship and, and the fact that we don't own anything in life you know you may have a car you may have a home shoot you may have worked your your ass off and, and grown a business where you believe that you own the business and you own everything in the business and that that business has afforded you uh, I don't know a boat a plane uh, an island whatever you whatever you're able to buy but you don't own that stuff because you know the there's a there's an old country song that, that I love that has a lyric in it and the lyric is simple it says you never see a hearse with a trailer hitch you never see a hearse with a trailer hitch. That's the lyric. Meaning that you can't take it with you. You know, when, when we're ultimately called to be go to, to go back to God, to, to, to go home, our eventual home, we can't take any of this stuff with us. And so it forces the mind to actually adopt the the understanding that we're just good we're just stewards of what we've been blessed with, what we've been given. We don't own anything. And that goes for you, for you as well. Now, here's here's where it gets interesting: <laughs> is that did you know that if you live by the principle of you don't own anything, you're just a good steward of it? Do you know that there's a whole tax system out there that can actually work in your favor? That's right. That's right. It's called the 1041 Trust and Foundation Tax System. And it's actually, uh, it, that's actually what I live by, my, my family lives by. We have a business trust that owns my business assets. It owns all of my business income. I don't own anything in my business. I am just the uh, steward of what, what my business produces. So I'm the producer inside of my business, but my business trust owns all of the business assets and the business income. You know, I'm the trustee of that trust. My my family trust owns all of our family assets. So the family trust owns our home. It owns our cars. It uh, it pays for our travel expenses. It pays for, you know, our living expenses. But we don't own anything. Ownership, fo- taxes follow ownership. Taxes follow title. And in the tax code, you'll discover that if you choose to claim ownership of of your stuff then you're going to get taxed on it if you choose to claim ownership and it is a choice if you choose to claim ownership of your income you're taxed at anywhere from 15 to 39.6% 39 39.6% is the highest tax rate in America today and so if you claim ownership of that income, you're taxed at those rates. But if you give up ownership of those incomes and those assets to a trust or to a foundation, another entity, in a, in a totally independent entity, if you give up ownership, but you become the trustee, the steward of what's been, been given to you, what you've been blessed with, then you can completely avoid taxes. That's right. You heard me correctly. You can actually keep every single tax dollar that would normally be leaked out to Uncle Sam. And there's a very simple system that 
that's called the 1041 Trust and Foundation System that we live we live by. And so it, it allows us to do some amazing things. You know, for for example, um, you know, our home is owned by the family trust, and so we have a mortgage on our home, but the trust is responsible for paying the mortgage. And so think about what you can deduct from a tax perspective on your mortgage. Um, currently, it's only interest expense if you're in the 1040 world. If you're filing a 1040 form, which, you know, I don't care if you if you have an LLC or a C-Corp or an S-Corp or you have multi-layer LLCs, it eventually all of that money and wealth flows down onto a 1040 tax return, okay? Well, if you have a business trust or a family trust or a trust, one of, one of four different types of trusts, then you file a 1041 tax return. That's where the, the, the term 1041 trust and foundation system comes from, is that you actually file a 1041 tax return. And if you do that, <laughs> you're able to actually have the trust use pre-tax dollars to pay for your home and it doesn't just pay for the mortgage pre-tax we're, we're talking the trust is responsible for paying the principal the interest the taxes the insurance the lawn care the pool boy any improvements on the home the utility bill the internet bill everything that is involved in that asset or with that asset that is owned by the trust, the trust is responsible for paying for it. And so as money flows into the trust, you're using pre-tax dollars to pay for those, those expenses. And it's just a simple one line item expense line on the 1041 tax return. And, and all of this can be validated. You can look this up on irs.gov, just type in 1041 tax return or 1041 and, uh, and you can actually pull up the, the actual tax returns themselves and you can see that. You can see exactly what, uh, what you're able to do there. This isn't new, you know. This isn't something that we invented last, last week. This has been going on for over 100 years. In fact, you know, I, I, I found a, an interesting quote that, um, that was on a website. The website was foundationsource.com. Foundationsource.com. Foundation Source is an organization that manages the administration of over 1,400 private family foundations. Now, private family foundations, which are 501c3 tax-exempt organizations, um, operate different than public charities. You know, a public charity like the Red Cross or the Wounded Warrior Project or even the Semper Fi Fund or any of those public charities, they're responsible for giving away or granting 100% of the money that, that, that's been given to them, that's been donated to them, minus their administrative costs. Well, with private family foundations, it's the exact opposite. Your job as steward of the foundation, as trustee of the foundation, is to keep the money and grow the money so that you can actually give more in a more meaningful way and more, make a greater impact. And so there's a whole tax system out there that, that involves this concept of stewardship versus ownership. 
And, and that's what I teach my clients today. That's all I focus on today is, is the 1041 trust and foundation structure. I show my clients how to actually jump over, make one simple decision and, and change their entire lives by switching from the 1040 tax world to the 1041 tax world. And so as, as foster parents, you know, it just it ripped, it used to rip my heart out when we would have to give up the stewardship of these children. You know, we, we would fall in love with these children, these kiddos, and they would become part of our family. And it would just absolutely tear my heart out and my wife's heart out when we had to give them back. But it taught us a very, very valuable lesson was that these aren't our kids. These are God's kids. We are just stewards for, for a short time or a long time. Sometimes it's just a few months. Sometimes it's a few years. But ultimately, these are not our children. These are God's children. And, and as such, we, we are called to be stewards, good stewards of these children, of, of what we've been blessed with. And so I want you to think about where in your world today are you focusing more on ownership of assets and, and just owning everything and wanting to, to build ownership and, and to own more stuff? You know, in America, we get so hung up on ownership. You, you know, the way to, to measure success in life here in America is to own more stuff, you know, to own more property, to own more cars, to own faster cars, more expensive vehicles, to own planes, to own businesses. And the the reality is, is that you don't own anything. You don't own anything. You're just a good steward of what you've been blessed with. And so I want you to think about that. The next time you, uh, you're looking at, at buying a car or buying a home or buying anything is how are you going to title that asset? What's it going to look like? Are you going to claim ownership of it? Because if you do, then you're going to get taxed on it. But if you, if you have a heart of stewardship and you, you're okay with the, the concept of giving up ownership, but maintaining stewardship of what you've been given, it changes your entire life from a tax perspective. You literally get to keep 100% of every dollar of tax that normally would be sucked out of your personal economy by Uncle Sam. All right. Well, that's it for me today. That's all I wanted to, to bring to your attention is this concept of, of stewardship versus ownership and the reality, the true reality that we don't own anything, people. We just don't. You may think that you own your home. You may think that you own your cars and your planes and your trains and your automobiles and your boats and your, your fancy toys. But the reality is, the reality is, is that you never see a hearse with a trailer hitch. That's it for me. If you have any questions about this or you want to learn more about the trust and foundation structure and system, simply go to purposedrivenblueprint.org. That's purposedrivenblueprint.org. And, and click on the, the button in the right-hand corner, the upper right-hand corner where it says get started so we can fill out an application and see if this is a fit for you and your family. 
um, to move you over from the 1040 tax system to the 1041 tax system where you're literally giving up ownership of your assets but you maintain control okay that's it for me today so have a great day think about this when you're uh, throughout the day when you're thinking about making money keeping money and growing money and and i want you to think about how you're being a good steward instead of just owning stuff